Bellevue, what was it? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck yeah. was that? <laughs> Sorry. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 70 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend, Morgan Richards, who's also now known as Mo Dick. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and this episode contains the only disease spreading more than the coronavirus. It's Caleb Shomo of Beartooth. Topical pun. I like that you went topical. But as always, I don't like these start. I don't know how 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 the, how do I manage to not suss out at the I don't beginning? Know. I, you I should, forget it. It's every seventy time. episodes. It's been right. seventy episodes of this bollocks, right? Of you doing a song title and trying to force it into the interview, <laughs> and I forget every single time. Hmm. Mental. Um, yeah, here we are. Go on, carry on. <laughs> Yes, so as I mentioned, Caleb Shomo of Beartooth is our guest yes. this week, Lovely and chap. it is a wonderful conversation we managed to have on this tour bus of the recent UK tour in Bristol. Yes, thank you very much to Caleb and Emma Van Dytes, who is Beartooth's press agent. We had an absolutely lovely time with Caleb. What a lovely, lovely chap, Mog. Yeah, yeah, literally, and of course, this band have taken over the last couple of months and years it seems like this one that seems to be everywhere at the moment we've had so many requests to have Beartooth on the podcast I'm very excited that we've finally been able to put this out uh, one of the main things we talked to him about is like for me I'm amazed that he manages to write and record everything himself so he's going to get into all that and the logistics of it and everything in between but also how the other members of Beartooth are still a big part of the band this is not just him but the other things they do outside of actually creating the music so it was a very very interesting chat we opened up all sorts of things he mentions his old band attack attack us yes not attack attack uk no no the crab core ones day owner boys um again grilled on youtube comments wendy's yep. fast food re- restaurant literally bullying him online as well uh his countryside and whoa 
country. Ah, uh, pronounce the R. Uh, roll, roll your R. Oh, apologies. It's all his mad collaborations because literally he could have a whole mixtape of just songs yeah. he's featured on. Um, so he's going to be talking about working with all that. Producers. And producing everything. And being one of the very few bands who's absolutely massive at the moment to not be using track. Yeah. I was surprised. I was surprised because... I don't know if people realise this, right? But a lot of the bands you go see now, some of them are my men. Mm. Some of them are technically just metal dancers. Oh, they, it's not they, they're all in a guitar, but they're just dancing to the metal that's coming out of somebody else's PC or Mac that is backstage. Yeah, no, I don't think a lot of people realise that. Or if they do, it's kind of. <laughs> people don't care and I think uh, that, that that to me that's most upsetting oh it breaks my absolutely breaks my fucking heart um, makes me cry makes me makes me feel like an old man hmm. because I remember the day when kids used to say I only like metal because pop artists don't even play their own instruments and now it's like oh no I've gone to see this metal band and the lights are absolutely perfectly timed to everything. Mm. Yes, because it's all fake. But Caleb is a big supporter of playing everything live. So boy, Caleb! Go on, Caleb. Yeah. Go on, San. So he's going. Go on the tooth. Go on the tooth. So he's going to get all into that. We talk about so many things. It's a very interesting one. But most importantly, we didn't ask him about the bandana. Oh, knock us off. No, Fuck, he mentions it. Does he? He does. I can't. It's been so long. I've been in isolation. As Aaron Lewis once says. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But, Sean, what we're forgetting is, most importantly, you and I give him some very unpeculiar ideas and might have gone a bit too far because he got very excited by them. Yep. Also so true. So stay tuned for that. What could, Sorry what if could they come to fruition. Yep. We might have ruined better for everyone. Or made them better. You decide. Ruined, probably Yes. But thanks so, again. It was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to sit down with Caleb. And I'm very excited to get this one out into your ear holes now. Yes. Thank you very much, Caleb. Thank you very much, Emma Van Dytes. Yeah, we had a great, great time. Uh, thank you very much to the city of Bristol for existing as well. Yeah, we've gone there quite a bit lately, really, haven't we? I've spent more time in Bristol than I have in Wales for interviews over the last month. I'm surprised um, you haven't started getting a Bristolian accent. All right, me lover. Thank fuck I am. No, this one's bad enough. If I try, oh, imagine <laughs> this and farmer melded together. It'd be dreadful. Awful. Just be talking about sheep all the time. Well, we do that anyway. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Anyway. But if you'd like to keep us updated with If us you'd like to keep us up to date. Uh, <laughs> with what you're doing, why not tweet at us? Oh, or nice. Or, uh, yes. or follow us on, on Instagram on, at SatmanPod. Fucking topsy-turvy that motherfucker. You went wrong and then you went right. <laughs> nice, boy. <laughs> I've just spelled Sapping Pod, Sean. Oh, sorry. At, I was too excited by you fucking topsy turvy me. At Sapping Pod is at S A P E N I N P O D. That's at Sapping Pod. S A P E N I N P O D. If you haven't listened to us before, um, number one, why? Um, and then I've listened to this back, so I know why. But check out some of the other 70 episodes that we've done, 69 episodes that we've done, um, because we've bound to talk to some of your favourite bands. Yes, so, yes, and other entertainment pioneers. <laughs> you were fierce when you said... But, uh, I was going wrong. Goes, yeah, I the, could tell yeah. it was going wrong. But if you have listened to us before, welcome back. Sorry, we're still 
rambling on ball accents. Yeah, sorry though, but sorry. also everyone's in isolation, so somebody gets <laughs> trapped <laughs> listening to this. So Fuck yeah. sorry, oh. um, but thank you for giving us a chance. But I hope it's going okay. And if you want to get even more involved with us, you know the place to go is patreon.com forward slash sapmin, and you get involved with our beloved community. And probably right now, that's the best thing you need. Also, you can get nice Skype calls, video messages, and all that malarkey from us, and bonus content on the actual Patreon wall. So why not go and check it out and support your favorite podcast because this is your favorite podcast. Ooh. I don't care. I, it don't, is. Think, I don't think it is. I think it is. If this is your favorite podcast, Mesh is saying that is actually my favorite podcast. If this is the only podcast you listen to, Mesh is saying this is the only podcast you've ever listened to. But then that means that we are my favorite podcast. Well, I'll well take, yeah, by default, I'll take that though. I will take... Robbie Williams and the boys that this is their favourite podcast because oh, it's the only one they listen hell. to fucking people who say I take that right are the same people who say it is what it is right <laughs> and that's a sentence <laughs> that just didn't need to be out there <laughs> it's not saying anything is it it is what it is so we could have you could have not said anything and we'd all have gone yep Anyway, you might have seen that not long ago, we announced that we are going to be performing at 2000 Trees Festival. That's a mad sentence, isn't it? The yes, Sapman it is. Podcast is coming to you live at 2000 Trees Festival 2020 this July in Cheltenham, UK. So head over to 2000treesfestival.co.uk. Dot UK for all your information about tickets, the incredible lineup which features the likes of Jimmy World, Hot Milk, Wargasm, for Covey, and newly announced headliners Thrice. Yes! Doing Vahisu in full. Oof. Oh. And A F I. A fire inside. Oh, the, what? Nightmare, the nightmare before Christmas of music. They literally are. Are coming to Cheltenham to play. Well, yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they got to be headlining because they're a nighttime band. And yes. you, you can't have AFI in the daytime. I believe they're closing the festival. Yes, they are. So that is brilliant. The, so, I, what better way to spend this summer than festival season at Two Thousand Trees? You get to watch some of the best bands of all time yep. and us talk to your favorite bands each and every morning before all the activities begin. Yes, I've just realised with AFI playing, I'm not going to be the campus man going. Oh, that weekend. Oh, you should have a camp O off. Oh, off. Like, a, oh. Oh, I, I was like, you're spelling off wrong. That's that's oof. You <laughs> <laughs> should have a camboo off. Oof. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, my camboo. But yeah. But uh, yes, so, and of course, the festival are so lovely that they're letting every single listener of this podcast and your friends 10% off any and all tickets you wish to purchase for the hell. event. So if you head over again, 2000treesfestival.co.uk forward slash tickets, enter the promotional code SAP me. S A double P me. Sap me. S A double P me. And you get 10% all off your tickets. That's all tickets from day tickets to, to VIP. Weekend tickets to VIP tickets to forever tickets. That's not a thing that exists. Yes, exactly. But what a lineup. And I'm very, very excited oh, about I'm all pumped. this. I am pumped. Shall we get into the episode? Yes, why not? I'm so excited about everything going on, so why not dive into this now with Caleb Shomo of Beartooth? Yes, thank you very much. Let's go! Sapman!
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sapling! Sapling! Do I say sapling? Yeah! <laughs> sapling! Yes. <laughs> yes! Thank you! I was going to drink a water and yeah, you guys started firing off from the hip. I was like, whoa! I as soon as you picked that cup up, I went, oh. he's never going to get it. I thought you were just yes. building up to the dramatic effect of you coming into the... the... For the listeners, that's... Yeah, that's. I was just building it up. That's, that's exactly, exactly what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course, this week we are joined by the wonderful Caleb of Beartooth. That yes. is me. Yes! yes. Is Thanks me. so much for Thank taking you. time. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Thanks for coming up. Obviously, you know, we're here at the first date of your UK tour now. Yeah. February 2020. How's everything been going so far? You've just come from Germany and Europe, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, we uh, we did Switzerland. We did a bunch of Germany. Uh, it has been fucking crazy. I mean, honestly, like, well, I mean, this is our first tour that's sold, completely sold out mm. pre-sale. Congratulations. Like, yeah, thanks, man. It, it's just hard really hard to fucking wrap my head around like i've been trying to process it but like it's just i'm still in this kind of business mode we've just been grinding tours out like we just did a really long tour with a data member in the states and then we just did a month doing a co-headliner with motionless and white in the states and then we had like a few days off straight out here so it's just like go 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 yeah yeah and uh like fuck me when we played in oberhausen there was 3600 people um we had our full production with the pyro and all the like explosions and (laughs) all that cool stuff and (laughs) i was like geez like what is happening right now but uh yeah i mean it has just been the absolute coolest Mm. experience ever man it's so sick but uh, i cannot wait to get these uk shows underway because i fucking love playing here man yeah, Always it d- good. Just seems like you guys have just been going full, like nonstop lately. So yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, just yeah. getting after it, dude. <laughs> We've been trying. Yeah. And speaking about that pyro as well, me and Sean were looking at some photos earlier and it just looks 
incredible the fire and everything you've got going on I was, yeah i was green with jealous rage <laughs> at the Dude, pyro I, I mean i told our booking agent a long time ago he's like you have any like goals I was like, the only goal I have is to have fire on stage one day. That's <laughs> it. So now I can fucking die happy. I'm good. Yes. We've, we've done it. And But you get addicted. I mean, once <laughs> you... Addicted to fire. Yeah, dude. It's fucking nuts. You get really locked into that stuff. Yeah. Like, the first time it goes off, and it it literally, like, you burns. Yeah. It yeah. is so hot. It is just so hot. And I was like... I want this all forever. <laughs> yeah, that is the problem. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had um, we had Winston from Parkway Drive on. Oh my God, they are the kings of pyro. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They had they basically merged my two favorite things, flames and lasers. Yeah, to make lasers, <laughs> and they just had flames that were just going across above them, shooting over their heads like lasers. <laughs> I was like, you're gonna set fire to your own heads. This is insane, yeah, and I yeah. want it for myself. Yeah, well, I'm sure he must have said the same. I'm sure they yeah. like once you get it, dude. Yeah. You don't want to fucking go back. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. More. I'm sure when you've got it now, you've got to be a bit more aware of where the fire actually is coming yeah. from. Oh just yeah, in case. absolutely. Like there are these things on the actual boxes that start blinking before they go. Okay, cool. So we know, like, get the fuck <laughs> out of the way. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm always running around and like yeah, all yeah. over the stage. And uh, yeah, I've had a few. When we first first did it in Columbus, this was probably like four years ago. We did like one show with it. And I forgot about a part, and it went off, and I was like, went down to bang my head, and was like, oh my god, like so fucking close. Uh, <laughs> I was like, huh! and yeah. Since whoa. then, I've uh, been keeping a better eye out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. I, I don't want to be one of those dudes that got fucking burned. Oh yeah. no, that's not what you want. That's not what <laughs> no. you want. No. But yeah. hell, if I did, I, I, honestly, it'd be a pretty fucking cool story. <laughs> and again, press. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Caleb's dumbass set himself on fire <laughs> during their show. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yep, yeah. absolutely." Oh, so good, yeah. Yeah. But you know, speaking about how crazy things have been going lately, yeah, yeah. it just seems like the last eighteen months since Teresa's disease that things have been going to that next level for Berta. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, you've done all these tours, the singles, videos, and everything have had like a crazy reaction. Is it mad now when you get like that time to kind of reflect on a body of work like that to see how far you've come in that short space of time? Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, usually with other albums, like after, you know, a few months even, I'm like, all right, like, you know, this was pretty good, but I mm. wish I would have done this and like, uh, this could have been better. And I'm always like thinking about, you know, what I could have done. And with this record, truly, like, since this cycle has been going the whole time, I'm like, you know what? I really am proud of this record. Like, I got exactly what I wanted to achieve done. Um, and the shows, like seeing it all progress, honestly, has just been kind of a surreal blur. Yeah. It's just like, is this really fucking like, are people sure they know <laughs> what they're doing right now coming out to all these shows? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah I mean, once, because it really has just been like another, a whole different level. I mean, dude, we had the fucking honor of being direct support to architects over here. Yeah, yeah. At, like, fucking, we, at Wembley and mm. at all these enormous German shows. And I was like, I was like, we must be doing something good. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. I, For me, I never, I've never been good at gauging how big our band is okay. i'm i'm always because i'm always just so focused on what's ahead like yeah, you're in that so bubble, focused on writing so focused mm -hmm. on just the show 
and even during the show it's like i'm not really focused on like okay we last time we played here there was this many people now there's this many people things like that i'm just i'm always in my own world but now i'm like well i can't really ignore some of this shit like whoa like this whole tour sold out like we have fire and people are singing along to every song and like it's it just doesn't feel real like i can't wrap my head around it i don't know how it happened but I'm just like, all right. Do you get the imposter syndrome feeling sometimes where you're like, is this, how how, how have I managed this? Yeah. Do you ever get like... Oh, dude, I literally... Am I faking this? (laughs) Is this weird? Yeah, I I get this thing sometimes where I'm just... I don't know if it's like the imposter thing. It's more of just a... Like, are people sure yeah. they actually yeah. like this music this much like i don't i i can't yeah. process that that could be a reality there's a big chorus coming in all the fans are singing and you're like well really <laughs> yeah i'm like it's just like it blows my mind every single time but that's like, good yeah, yeah so cool right. to hear though yeah I mean, so- I mean i could never i don't know that's just not me i'm not a super like confident like i'm the fucking man that's just not but how then I've the, ever the been. other side of it is we see bands who have been grinding of as long as mm. you have who are just yeah. done yeah like, pretty much you can yeah. see in their eyes they they're just like yep this is just a job like just yeah a job they're just me. jaded mm. yeah, it's yeah. just can, this is the paycheck nine yeah. to five mm. clock in clock out but obviously you're a lot more passionate and humble i guess well, humble and um yeah, but it's nice, it's nice to, be to see. Excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I've had that excitement, and it seems like you're appreciating a lot more things, though, because as you said, like, it used to be like, what's next? I gotta get this done and all this done, and yeah, yeah. Everything. But it seems like you're taking it all in a little bit more. Yeah, I am, and, it, and I, I, I just appreciate it so much because, like, I never in a million years thought that I'd be doing this, especially with Beartooth. You know, like, this project was almost started. I mean, it wasn't like a joke, but it was just like a. It was this thing that I never intended to be a big band. It was truly just me writing songs to like for therapeutic reasons almost. It was just like, yeah, I'll just write whatever the fuck I want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be good. Doesn't have to be bad. It's just whatever I want to write. And I've never really had to change that. Like I've had different. There's definitely been the struggles of growing and dealing with, you know, well, this person from the team wants us to have this radio song oh, or, okay. you know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You get all the different people trying to get their their fix of whatever they think the band actually needs. But I don't know. Really, at the end of the day, like, I've just, I just write songs that I really genuinely love and that, like, I want to listen to. Because I, I, I find it so weird when people, like, don't like their own band which is a really hmm. common thing. Yeah. It's just surprising, but it truly is where they're like, oh, I never fucking listen to our record or I'll never, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I just want to get it done. And I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. Why would you be in a band if you don't fucking love making music? Crazy, and, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah, you, it just blows my mind. Especially but. with all that effort and work into it, you think you'd be like proud proud of it that you can yeah. appreciate it listening back yourself and absolutely see and I think of some of those people they say that they don't care or they don't like this stuff and I think that's because they don't think they're cool enough maybe so they're like oh yeah, yeah I wouldn't listen to my band and you, basically they want you to go or yeah ah, or you they, should though man you or should. they think it's not cool yeah. to like your own yeah, shit that's or true. to okay. like be stoked yeah. I've never got that why like people think it's 
cool to be jaded in the music scene mm. i swear that's a thing where like i'll meet people and like i don't know a band that's like doing all right and you know they're doing some cool stuff and i meet the dudes and they're just like yeah it's just another fucking day like don't yeah. you know what i mean and then i'll meet like fucking you know sam carter yeah. or fucking Corey taylor or like these <laughs> literal like rock fucking <laughs> legends and they're like oh yeah this is like the greatest thing ever yeah. like they love what they do they're still so passionate that's what and like that's the fucking person i want to be yeah. man yeah. those are the people i look up to oh, it's like cool. that's i mean what, that's yeah. what i found from like the biggest band like all the biggest band people i've kind of met have just seemed to have been the nicest yeah. and like i was like oh, i'm not expecting you know oh look there's people from guns and roses i'm gonna go and say hello and see how much of a dick they are oh hello Oh, I've just spent a three-hour conversation with one of Guns N' Roses about my band. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly, huh? dude. I'm what telling you, man. Fuck? There's a reason those bands have longevity. It's because they love what they do, and they really care. And, like, I mean, I feel like at a point, you, people just start to see through the bands that are, like, kind of just jaded to it and yeah. don't really love what they do because, yeah. I mean, you can hear it in the music. You can throw money at however many producers and writers you want but when somebody writes something they really care about you feel it like yeah. you hear that in the music and i mean there's you know a whatever handful of bands that really do that and those are the ones i think that do well especially i mean over here like uk and europe um i feel like people are a lot more invested in the bands hmm. than in like in the states i mean it depends on the kind of music and obviously this is kind of a blanket statement but like it seems like in the states it's way easier because there are so many bands from so many different yeah. states that are constantly touring and like it's easy to just jump from band to band to band to band to band yeah and i feel like over here what i've noticed is like when we make a fan base like that okay here's how i'll explain it so when we started going on this tour and we did the german shows hmm. every fucking person was wearing a bear tooth shirt from a previous show yeah oh. and i was like oh like <laughs> all of these people pretty much but well, i'm like who's seen us before it's almost every single person yeah. in that room which is crazy that's not what i'm used to in the states it's more like who's seen us before about half and half yeah and like they're just committed they're like i love this band and i'm going to go see them every time yeah and like same with the uk and um it's just like something that is yeah very I, fucking special i think it's um yeah like you said it's just saturation i think it's like whereas i guess you're spoiled for choice in america with how right. many great american bands there are Dude, mm -hmm. so for when and there are really so many good bands <laughs> yeah. and they're constantly yeah. touring it's yeah, just, so yeah. when you come over here it's just a, it's a treat so yeah. that's what it is people are like oh and i want to show that i was at the last one by wearing the last t-shirt from the last gigs so you know i'm a long-term thing so yeah yes. and it's uh, dude it's it's overwhelming man it's yeah. fucking crazy but yeah super cool awesome yeah, super sweet, cool yeah well talking about putting passion into everything i'm sure you've talked about this plenty in the past but one thing i really wanted to dive into is how like on all the records obviously you write and record and pretty much produce the whole thing from every instrument vocals everything mm -hmm. How do you actually go about doing that? Because for me, obviously, like someone who hasn't been in a band or anything, I find it mad that you can go and, like, when you're writing a song on guitar, that you you're thinking, oh yeah, this is going to be the drum bit, and mm -hmm. oh yeah, you know, how does how does it all actually come together? I mean, really, that's just I don't know. That's kind of how it always worked. Like <laughs> when I started playing guitar, 
when I was about 11, my brother got a drum set and I just started playing both okay. like equal amounts. And then I got a bass after that and I started playing all three. And then, um, I joined attack attack, my first band. And I like kind of got into songwriting and then, you know, I started demoing. I got like a demo little thing just to make ideas, like a program on my laptop mm. that I could use like a guitar plug-in and a drum plug-in and do like guitar, you know, rock songs, basically make rock demos. And that was when I was 15. Okay. And I got addicted to that. I mean, I remember the first day when I got that, I stayed up for three days straight in my bedroom just writing and like... <laughs> Then I fell in love with mixing because I was like, oh, shit, like I can make this sound better. And then I just spent, I mean, it really is just years of not fucking hanging out with anybody <laughs> and just being held up in a room. Okay. But it's, <laughs> but it, it, yeah. it's just an addiction. I mean, it's okay. a full-blown addiction where it's like, to me, so, like, but it's all, it's, it's all everything. Yeah. It's the whole bit. It's just creating the song and making it sound good. And to me, it's all, it's like one job. I don't think of it as like, being uh, people are like wow you play the guitar and the bass and the drums and sing and mix and master or whatever you know it would like to me it's just one thing it's hmm. just creating a song okay and that could be in any genre but you know rock is my favorite genre of music so that's what i stuck with and I really just, it, it's just my addiction. And like to me, that's why it was so important for me to have Beartooth be this way is because really it's the one time I get to play. Like, I, you know, I don't even, like, I am a singer now, but that was the last thing that I learned. And way, well before that, I was a guitar player and a drummer and a bass player. My first ever local band, I played the drums. And, you know, before that, I was always jamming guitar with people in, like, basements. So, I mean, that's just, like, to me, this is the one time I actually get to play the instruments is okay. when I'm making the record. Yeah. And, like, dude, all the guys are so fucking cool with it. Like, they completely understand. And, like, the they just get the dynamic and they understand how it works and there's never been anything weird about it and people ask me that all the time like even the other day i posted because i've been writing out here i started yeah. bringing like a little studio set up on the road and i just posted a video that our videographer did um kind of explaining you know the studio setup and how it all works and I was just like going through some comments and people were like, why doesn't anybody else write in the band or why do you not let people contribute? And like, that's been something people have been from the moment anybody found out that that's how Beartooth works. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, this is a band. And I'm like, well, I mean, this is just a totally different project. Mm, like yeah. it's, we are a band. Yes. The live band Beartooth is a totally different animal than the record. But like, everybody's fine with it and honestly man like i've done because i've been a producer of for multiple other bands albums over the years and i find more times than not there's one guy in the band who comes in who was the guy who has logic we spoke about this on the way yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, there's always one dude in the band who's the main writer and it's not like i'm just like telling all the other guys like get out of the fucking room and, <laughs> yeah. no are you kidding ashi has producer credits on yeah. the last album and like dude he did a full co-write yeah. like we've we write together it's just the the dynamic of things is not 
you know we're not the foo fighters we don't mm. like all get into a room and just jam until we have a song it's like here's the track yeah and then i show it to everybody and it's like yeah this is cool or hey let's you know this kind of vibe would be cool like everybody and also everybody contributes in different areas so like for me i view it as like my one job is the music that's what i do mm. is i make the music do the tunes and we then we all go play them but like the merch like i do nothing else nice. at all but the fucking music <laughs> like like ashi does all the merch he's like nice. constantly working with people he's okay. like designing um yeah and then like the other dudes we're always trying to find like a, it's like okay what bands do we are gonna go out with and you know what i mean it is a group effort it's just hmm. the songs are my yeah yeah my uh area of expertise but you'll I find guess. the people who are complaining mostly about the way you write or the way you work are people who have nothing to do with the band <laughs> yeah just don't get never it. met us who just don't, <laughs> don't, yeah. just don't yeah. know music yeah yeah but yeah it is funny yeah well, no, how uh, did it feel um with disease did you work with a different producer did i read that right I, you, you? I i worked with a few different people so i i've always done co-writing that's not like something I'm hmm. weird about, but it, I'm very specific about who I write, write with. So for the first album, I wrote with this dude, John Feldman, who I've known for <laughs> a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. And we did some stuff. And then, so he's always been someone I kind of write with. And then I met a few other people, oh, did just, some different co-writes. Just, just a quick one on John Feldman. What's the weirdest thing he suggested on a song? The weirdest know, thing he I know, suggested? I know he likes a crazy suggestion on things like... Oh, man. those used records. There's it's, always a backward spinning even, bicycle. Or something. <laughs> I mean, we always have done crazy things like that, but John just loves saying fuck in his songs, <laughs> dude. That's like one of the things I've always found funniest with John whenever we're writing together is I'm always like... Because I don't think I've ever actually sworn on an album. And I, I fucking... On stage, I'm just like firing it firing fucks off left and right but <laughs> i don't know I don't, that's just never really been like something i've felt yeah. that i wanted in a bear tooth recording oh, for some reason it's yeah. more just like and it's like dumb it's like my it's like well i want my grandma to listen she's a you know proper southern yeah. you know <laughs> lady and has a very clean mouth just little things like that like i don't i could give a shit less but uh i've always found that so funny with john is like whenever we're writing songs so there was this one song we did called king of anything on the second album it was like the closing track and uh when he originally was writing it i think the lyric is i'm not close to perfect i'm not close to sane and he's like i'm not fucking perfect <laughs> like just yelling fuck like every other word and i was like dude this is sick but like Okay. We'll, we'll dial it back. Let's dial this bit. Let's dial this back a little bit. But I don't know. And he always has just crazy sounds and like I mean, he's a very like wired songwriter. Like yeah. we, the sessions are just crazy. Like we get together and drink like six cups of coffee, and it's just like I think last time I was there, we wrote, we finished in one day. We got three actual songs Ooh. and i think we wrote five wow in one fucking day five, and like you know. that's just Coffee? how that dude that's yes. just how that dude works <laughs> yeah he's a yeah but i love john man he's a wild dude but um yeah but yeah so anyway to bring this Sorry. whole thing back yeah i've like i worked with him uh 
I worked with this dude, Drew Folk, who's amazing. He goes by Wizard Blood for produ- uh, production stuff. We did You Never Know together. Uh, Zach Cervini, who is also phenomenal. We did After All together. Um, we did Infection together. And actually, After All was like a really team effort. Um, he works at the Madden Brothers studio. Yeah. Oh, wow. Joel came in. Joel actually wrote the verse for that oh, song wow. yeah joel wrote the verse for that uh my buddy joe uh who's in this band called dead uh, who's amazing uh he wrote i think like the original like ideas for the chorus lyrics there's like four writers on that which is the first time i've ever done anything <laughs> like that but it wasn't like it all it was really organic it was like i went to zach and i was like dude i'm fried like i've been writing so many songs you got any ideas and he like had this kind of instrumental idea and he was like yeah my buddy joe sent me this shit uh check this out and i was like yeah that's pretty cool and then so we like turned that into the chorus and then you know joel just like rolled in and was like hey how you guys doing like how's it going showed it to him and he was just kind of jamming with it and he was like you care if i like go and like i got this idea and i was like yeah man go drop it and like that's how it went down awesome and it was cool as fuck but then after all of that writing uh i went to this dude nick Raskolinix, who is a beast uh he is from he comes from this studio called sound city which yeah, yeah, dave yeah. grohl made a yeah, documentary about mm-hmm. which uh is a one of the most legendary probably the most legendary rock studio of all time uh so he comes from that world and he's done some amazing records i mean he did all the last rush shit uh he did foo fighters records he's done the last few corn albums uh he's amazing he's just a killer dude he's just a music fan Yeah. yeah like he just loves music loves rock and so i took him all my shit because i had so many songs and was just like yo dude like I don't this all just sounds like fucking white noise to me I have like 30 and uh yeah so I took it all to him and he just kind of like helped me sort through everything and it was really funny I like brought just like a small version of my studio just so I could pull up my sessions and stuff and we would just sit there and like I'd show him the song and we'd just be rocking and then if he would stop like headbanging he'd be like whoa what the fuck he'd like stop everything he's like why did i stop rocking i was like (laughs) i was like i don't know and he was like well let's fucking fix it and then we'd like wow that's incredible yeah and that's literally how like that's like what we did yeah and we just did that for once we chose like the track list we just did that for all the songs took us about like five days and then i went to this studio in nashville called blackbird and recorded the album then at the end of that i went back to nick's place and uh mixed it on his console which was a really cool experience as well because i'm i usually mix in the box which means for people who don't know that's i just use like computer plugins and do it all digitally but uh i did it analog kind of like a blend of both so i would run it from my software through a console through a bunch of shit and then we mixed it down onto an actual tape reel and i got mastered off of the tape wow so like very vintage way of mixing but uh it was super cool because i really wanted to do that just because i would never done it before and i was like i just wanted to kind of like prove to myself almost that like i could actually make a record not doing it completely digital yeah and yeah so i'd do a mix and then he'd come in and be like 
yeah, it's great. Could use more of this. Or, you know, just having that second pair of yeah, ears was really definitely. nice. And, yeah, that was kind of the whole fucking way it went down. Nice. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. There Nailed it was. It. Fair play. <clears throat> but, yeah, so, I mean, Beartooth is not just fucking me. There's a lot, <laughs> yeah. For anybody who thinks that, there's a lot yeah. of... There's definitely a lot of help along the way. Yeah. No, you know but, like, I mean? but as you talk about, like, the actual creative process, it's just interesting mm. to see that, you know, you can just go out and, like, have the ideas and pretty much the song on your own and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. and to be fair, so, uh, I've almost got an entire new album done. Wow. Which, yeah. I mean, I'll fucking talk about it. The cycle's almost over. Why not? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, with the with the studio being on the road, I've just fallen in love with writing nice. on uh, on the road, which I've never done before. Oh, wow. And I now, like, last time I checked, yeah, I've got fifteen like finished instrumentals, multiple Sweet. that have finished vocals, like pretty much ready to fucking go out. So, nice. like, I mean, we're still trying to figure out what the actual process of everything will be, but yeah. I think it's going to be a much quicker turnaround nice. this time. Like, I don't think it's going to be, you know, disease took us like a year to Oof. fucking make that record. A lot of time off. And not I want to drop singles like as soon cool. as possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Dude, I literally <laughs> have a song like ready to fucking nice. roll. Oh, nice. So like we're just waiting and figuring out yeah. how like we want to put it out. But Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing yeah. how all that turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're just ready to fucking go. Do you get offers from other bands to come in and write with them as well? Uh, It's been a while, but I mean, I'm trying to think of the last like actual co-writing I did. I was really bummed I missed out on it, but uh, Nick offered... Well, he asked me if I would want to write with Corn, and I was like, "Yes, absolutely!" <laughs> yeah. But like, we just couldn't figure out the timing. What a sentence that is! Yeah. Sorry, but what a sentence! Yeah, I, yeah. I no. don't trust. No, me. I don't. Yeah. Nah. Uh, no, I'm good. Like, no thanks. Like, Jesus fucking Christ! Yes, I would like yes. to, but no, we never got to Am figure that out. But yes, Jonah, I am ready, dude. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've. It's been a while. I'm trying to remember the last proper like writing session I did. It was probably like three years ago maybe four years ago i did a uh I just session with hands like houses we oh, did cool. like five oh, or six cool. days okay, yeah, yeah. it was like two albums ago i've got like four mm. or five songs that i wrote on there nice but um i just haven't had time i mean Beartooth is so mm. fucking busy yeah like yeah. when i'm home i'm just like i can't squeeze in a band mm. and yeah it's yeah. just tough that's cool but you just, you but saying that though and talking about like working with other artists I like you have featured on so many other bands songs over the years I think like, I now, have yeah actually. I think they could probably be like a constellation album of just your features it <laughs> seems like yeah. it's gotten to that to that stage Dude, I mean, I've, done, I've done a few recently too yeah. I just did one with Silverstein a yeah. few months ago uh, I just did one for the new used record mm. which was really cool um, yeah I don't know I just love collaborating man I love working with anybody and any chance I get, like, if the opportunity is right. I mean, like, dude, when fucking the used hit me up, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, are you fucking sick? Like, of course. Yep. And, but it was super cool, dude. I was just out on tour and, uh, yeah, Bert just started texting me and was like, hey, dude, here's like what the song's about. Like, I want to like actually this to be like full co-write. Like, I haven't written anything for you. So just right away. And I was super cool that he was just like yeah dude i trust you to do whatever you want nice. to the song i was like 
uh, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you could have sent him back. You could have sent him back. I know, but dude. I I was like, fucking making sure I was nailing <laughs> that one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's just such a really good and really creative lyricist, mm. and like the lyrics to that song specifically that I did are really cool. So I was like, all right, I better bring the A game. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm really proud of that feature. I'm yeah. stoked for that one to come out. Well, we just had uh, Shane from Silverstein on the podcast nice. a couple of weeks ago, That's and he, he talked about your feature and you saying that literally, like, he'd sent the idea to you and like half an hour later, you'd sent it all back and that was on the record. I yeah. mean, like... Yeah. He could, yeah, he was like, I couldn't believe it. I'd yeah. send it to him and then fucking it, next minute... It's there. It's there. And then and that's I was, like, what, and that, uh, I was expecting that to take days. <laughs> nah, dude, when it's... I, I, I just work. Flowing. I work best under the gun. Like right when I get the idea and it's fresh, and I just Let's fucking go. go. Yeah, nice. I hate oh. sitting on stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, but like for me as well, I think I just love it when you see like all these other bands working together and stuff, and especially with Bertuff because you know even though like you're a heavier band, you're not one of, like I think a lot of people in like a heavy scene. It used to be like oh heavy only works with heavy but like you've mm -hmm. opened up in like you know you're good friends with people in good charlotte and silver yeah. like all those dude things. i did a broco feature with yeah. like yeah, that's true, bro yeah. it was with what tyler carter yeah, was on issues. that yeah mm -hmm. uh oh um singer dance gavin was on that tillian yeah yeah uh oh what's his name singer one okay rock was on mm. that like it's just this giant collab yeah. of all these people and i was like this is what it's fucking about exactly dude this yeah. it was so cool and even mm. the way it happened so i was just in london uh because i was already there for my wife's side of the family uh for christmas i was already in london and i had a few days off before the architects tour and rob texted me and was like hey uh you want to do this song like yeah i was like i'm in london and so like i just got on the tube and went over to their spot and we just like i well, wrote the wrote my part on the train and then just tracked it and there it was like nice it's, wow it's just things like that happen man yeah. it's super cool like those random timing things and, yeah. yeah but I don't know, it just feels special yeah but it's so good to see that like you know you being able to work with other bands that don't like sound different scenes different mm -hmm. all that kind of, especially touring wise as well like as you mentioned you've just gone out with a day to remember but then you've mm -hmm. also just done like you know you've got the empty inflection supporting you on this run you yeah. know it's not just oh we're always going to play with heavy bands you're opening it to every side of this kind of rock community oh yeah absolutely and i mean even like higher power opening this yeah. thing dude they are such a kick-ass band mm. and but they're that like groovy vibey you know thing and then amity's just got the like you know metal with these big pop choruses and like it but it works like mm. the whole show man everybody's having a good time and yeah. I, I love doing tours like that where it's just i just want to play with good bands yeah. you know simple yeah. as that like yeah just fucking have good music the mm. whole show and mm. people are happy yeah yeah and well i'm talking about different sorts of music as well you just recently put out a uh, kind of country folk uh, yeah. EP, uh, the blackbird <laughs> sessions shit yeah, i mean man. is that just is that kind of music being a, a big part of your life as well or uh yeah that that was kind of like an homage to my fam to like my growing up okay that uh music has always been huge in our family and my uh like my mom's side of the family are a lot of them are singers you know they all growing up they grew up in church they grew up you know singing harmonies and like you know there's kind of like this deep folk roots in from like southern kentucky 
like Kentucky bluegrass and things like that that I've always you know felt very connected to and then even on uh, my dad's side of the family like my grandpa was a phenomenal singer and he was in like a group just doing like harmony stuff and um, there's a, a lot of music that runs in my blood from both sides of the family and that's what the Blackbird EP kind of was an homage to is like where I came from and like this is the music that kind of i don't know started everything for me it was like hearing these people all singing together and these harmonies and like you know these different instruments and it was a cool fucking experience dude it was so cool so amazing but yeah way different yeah totally different vibe (laughs) i was very curious to see what people are going to think about it but I don't know. I think some people get it. A lot of people don't. <laughs> they think we're just... I think a lot of people... I saw some people saying, like, Beartooth's going to be a country band now? What the fuck happened? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but, hey, I'd do a tour of it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just see what happens. You yeah. Should, yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should just go full country for, like, one giant tour. Like, just but yeah. over, like, over the top country. Oh, like, you yeah. Know, just Dude, like fucking ass yeah. boots. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> like, Cow, cow, people. yeah, cow. We just yeah. have a cow just, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, got a little bell on his neck. <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> it's a stage setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Car flames. We just have, yeah, we just have like <laughs> just cardboard cows, just like hanging out, <laughs> just on the farm, hanging with the gang. Oh, it's such a good oh, backdrop. Oh. <laughs> I think you guys might have stumbled upon something here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, though, you could do it. At the fast, you could do it at festivals because you're in the field. Perfect. So you just about, rent yeah, a just cow and then rent a cow. Rent this cow over yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most country show that the world has ever seen. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think. Honestly, I, I think if we did it, it'd be. I would love to do it and just go to like maybe some bars or some like. Nice, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe like some small theaters or something, and just like get the band out that. Um, the players that worked with us for that session and just do a few shows. Okay. I would love to do that, but. When that could actually happen, who knows? We're yeah, just yeah. always so fucking busy. Did that. you um, write and produce all that stuff yourself, then as well? The, the Blackbird Black stuff? Yeah. yeah. Those are, yeah, I basically just reimagined, or whatever you want to call it, uh, what, it was four songs? Yeah, it was four songs from the Disease, just yeah. turned into this, like, different thing. But essentially what I did was, I guess it's called, like, being the md like the music director so i made these demos of kind of like this really base basic idea like the tempo general groove and like chord progression and then i sent that around to you know everyone in our band and then to the other players it was basically just like this is like the general vibe but do your thing like do whatever like connor our drummer like i was just kind of like he's such a good drummer in so many different types of music and i was just like yeah here's like the i mean basic basic idea and tempo and then yeah we all just got into a room we did one day rehearsal we all got into a room and jammed uh the girl who was doing the harmonies like the high harmonies didn't even come to rehearsal she just walked in and just like she's a pro we're talking about fucking pros dude (laughs) these nashville people are on another level oh yeah yeah like even the I mean, everybody. The violin player, he walked in and played with us for like 30 minutes and like 
first time i mean first song that we all played together i was like this could this is record quality yeah. like you guys are just so fucking good and uh yeah i mean it was we got to play with some amazing musicians so i think awesome. that really helped it go nice. to that next level you know awesome yeah you mentioned um seeing some youtube comments and stuff or whatever is there being any you've seen over the years that really stand out that have been like random like just some or, weird like yeah, active or funny or you know, yeah. so ridiculous like, it I just know, makes you I laugh know when, like wendy's twitter account has had a couple of goes at you guys in the right. past and all that but like <laughs> The Wendy's one almost was a bit of a letdown. I don't yeah. remember what they said, but I remember us being slightly disappointed Aww. because that Wendy's was doing like all these roasts, mm. and I, we were like, "Come on, just tear <laughs> us a fucking part. Let's go, Wendy." And I, I feel like it wasn't that bad. Like I, I, they didn't like really rip into us, yeah. and I was like, "Damn it!" Like I wanted to just get fucking roasted by Wendy's. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that Wendy's has fucking tweeted at us <laughs> is just amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, whoever's running Wendy's is depth like wendy's twitter for sure in the scene because yeah. they were getting, hitting <laughs> yeah, up like going everyone, all yeah. these bands that we know and i was like dude they are for sure in the fucking game yeah. <laughs> like they're definitely in the rock scene but um i don't know dude i honestly i'm pretty disconnected from most of that okay. stuff i'm just like i mean i used to like really care about it and then i was mm. just like this is just toxic like i don't yep. need to i don't need to just read whoever the fuck keyboard warrior yeah. talking to me about how terrible this performance was I'm like yeah I know it sucked like I was there I had a bad day happens to all of us yeah but that's not even but like you know they do that even you could have played the best show in the world well, and they'd yeah. still be like I fucking hate it and you're like well the light yeah, it's just like dude I'm gonna just do my thing yep. and you guys have you know talk away I'm gonna just keep my distance mm. I, I guess at this point yeah. have you ever ever heard any ridiculous rumors about yourself Ooh. oh my goodness rumors about myself I heard when I was um in the blackout that I had a fake hip wow never happened and a glass <laughs> eye what look, at the same look, both real otherwise one of them would be spinning around now look <laughs> at yeah, the same time eye. what the fuck man you're just falling apart dude Apparently, fake yeah. hip glass <laughs> eye Guy, poor guys are up there <laughs> trying his fucking best man. robot neck real head I don't know I, I feel like I haven't heard any crazy rumors uh, about myself I wish for, I had that's probably for the right best then. though start, I imagine let's start one what do you want I would people? love to start one what do you want people to uh, <laughs> that how about I have a double that does Ooh. half of the shows <sighs> dresses oh. up puts the bandana on dude what a that dude. would be hilarious uh, we can get that around so yes. i'm gonna go ahead and say yeah yeah i have a body double <laughs> yes. that uh <laughs> plays half of my shows huh. every other day i take a day off that's so good <laughs> his name is chet and <laughs> 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 yeah that's so good he just we have a vocal track and he just goes up there and that's so God. good imagine I, that i guess one thing I mean, it's not really, I mean, it's more of a, not like a rumor, but yeah. I guess people are always very surprised that we don't use, we don't use tracks as a band. Right on, brother. Um, Good on you. Like most, that's the most things, I guess, that people just don't believe. They, yeah. they don't buy it. They're like, I don't know, we've done a lot of tours and things where like, uh, people will go watch us out front and they're like, yeah, oh, so like, what do you guys have on the tracks? And we're like, 
we literally we play we still play with an iPod with a metronome. Wow! Like literally, dude. We don't like nice. that's as close. That's as yeah. deep as we get. We have people, in ears. We have I a metronome. Like, listen to this will would not realize how rare that is now. Hmm. Yeah, because I like I've had to start a new band again because I just I'm busting to start playing again. And yeah, yeah we haven't. Not a single track. We just wow. love being there in the moment, playing, you know, rocking right. out. Well, it's just very, it. it's so rare. And, yeah. and like, no disrespect to anybody that doesn't, because, like, for certain bands, it's very necessary. And it's, like, adding to the show. To me, there's definitely a line where it's a little bit, like, all right. Like, yeah. doing the whole, like, miming a whole part and there's just vocal trap mm. blaring is a little much for me. Yeah, I, not, You know, I like, like, yeah, I, yeah. I like the purity of rock and roll a bit. But, like, uh, so, like, Architects, for example. Like, they're a huge part of that band is, like, the, the synth production stuff and, like, all the bits and pieces. And, like, them, I mean, they obviously could like they don't track their fucking guitars or yeah. their vocals or their bass like they're all playing that but then they have tracks added on top yeah. to give like the synth part that they wrote for mm. that so they yeah. don't because they don't have somebody up there doing it you know what i mean like yeah. i there are certain bands that tracks really make sense and they like enhance their live show and it's just it would be way worse if they didn't do it like yeah. it wouldn't be as accurate of a representation of their album if they yeah. didn't but yeah then there's just the lazy tracks mm, where it's yeah. like ah, yeah. I just I don't ever feel like singing this part again just <laughs> yeah. fucking throw it on the track and <laughs> I can hear his voice but his microphone's in the air yeah how loud yeah. is his voice <laughs> how good is our sound engineer he's picking up his voice from you yeah. amazing <laughs> but yeah um, cool. yeah awesome but, well yeah, um, yeah you, you said now you've got a couple of loads of new music ready in the bag mm -hmm. I'm sure you know you've, oh, yeah. Yeah. you've got yeah, all this touring scheduled now but she's just going to be working on it on the side as well and then seeing what comes next really yeah I mean we have like a couple we have like a couple radio festivals that we're doing in April we have little things booked but as of right now everything we're in the process of trying to like sort out how we're gonna drop the next album cool. and just making sure that it's right like finishing it and making sure it's exactly what we all want. And yeah. then there we go. Nice. That's going to be it. Well, right yeah. back on the horse. Thank you so, yeah. so much for taking the time to do this. Yeah, yeah thanks, for, thanks for having me on. I, I mean, it's fucking so. great. Any, I had a blast. Anytime. Anytime. Tomorrow. Do it again. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> Same answers again. Yeah, anything <laughs> new? Not at all. <laughs> yeah, we go, happening, happening, happening. Oh, uh, uh, since yesterday, yeah, no uh, bad. Yeah, time. you know, yeah. I had a show with sandwich kids. for lunch. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, cheers for doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it again when yeah, the next record yeah, is around. Yes, yeah, please. Be great. Yeah, please. Kill Thank it. you. Yeah, awesome. Cheers, man. Thank you. You're listening to Sammy Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That sounded like the most pervy thing I've ever heard in all of my life. Yeah. Oh. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. I enjoyed that whoa. interview. Whoa. No, you whoa. You fucking whoa. I enjoyed that interview. Obviously not as much as you did, you <laughs> dirty shit dead. But you saying that's the most pervy <sighs> thing you've ever heard in your life must be an achievement in itself. Oh, yeah. I've said some pervy things myself. <laughs> like I've never imagine. sounded like a... 
I did expect when you started doing it, I was looking away. I started looking at you and you were head down like proper giving it, yeah. I was expecting to be wearing like just a Mac and just looking sticky to the touch. Oh, you wow. Thank you very much to Caleb Shomo of Beartooth for that. Very, very good interview. I don't know if he was as um sexually interesting as Morgan sounded like he made it but thank you very very much Caleb who said anything about being sexual maybe (laughs) (laughs) you did your poop maybe that's me trying to do a deep scream and that's why I'm not a musician aye but maybe makes you out to be a pervert it sounded dreadful Anyway, let's move on. Thank you again to Caleb. <laughs> this is very weird. Oh, I wish we planned uh, things rather than just go nah, fucking raw. It's off the cuff, isn't it? It is off the cuff. <laughs> and sometimes it's funny and sometimes so, it's just downright weird and scary. Yeah. But thanks again for Caleb. We had a brilliant time, uh, as you heard. And I really loved getting an insight into his musical mind. Yes. Um, very exciting that he's working on new music now. I don't know if that's a scoop or not, but probably just gonna say it is anyway yeah and especially working on all those songs by himself and recording it and then going to the rest of the band and working on the visuals and everything together i think that's such a incredible way to make music um for me obviously i've never been in a band so it's kind of just really really interesting to see the behind the scenes details on that yeah Uh, yeah yeah because loads of different bands write completely differently um I know with a blackout, uh, somebody would come with a riff, mm. then we just jam it out in practice till we had a song, and then in Raiders, basically Bob comes along with a song that he's demoed, mm. and then we all learn it and change the parts to how we think it would fit or how it might go better. So yeah, I've been in at least two different projects that write differently. Yeah. And so yeah, it was nice to hear his side about him just coming with a song and then everybody else getting involved yeah so especially all the collaborations cool. he's done lately with so many of our friends of the podcast including Shane Toll the Silverstein yep. so head back and listen to that episode as well and uh, all the uh, country and blackbird sessions he's been doing lately so hopefully we get that cow festival set up somewhere soon because yes. that would be absolutely brilliant and you hysterical you dick right you meant you fucking claim you're the king of puns right We've just, you've just mentioned the Cow Festival, right? And you haven't gone, I think that would be a moveless idea. Uh-huh. But the thing is, if I had done that, y- my face would have been um, punched into a thousand pieces by now. It definitely would have been inside out. So It would have been concave. It's not worth it the risk. It is true. It is true. Sorry about that, but I would have killed you. But um, moving on, oh my make sure you God. follow that is, <laughs> that is utterly the worst pun I've but make sure you're following us on all our social media pages at we are milking Sap- it now <laughs> you are at Sapninpod on Twitter and Instagram yes at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D that's S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D right listen here make sure you're following us please retweet all of our stuff favourite please do it like put please. it in your Instagram stories we genuinely right now, do right now, right all y- of the help we can get right now hang on Right now. Right now. Right, you're on your phone, yeah? Get on your phone. Of course you are. It's 2020. Unlock it. Unlock right. it. One, two, three, four. Go obviously. to your Instagram. Instagram. You're on there now, Click. yeah? Go to us or go to Spotify or whatever and make sure, just make sure you're tweeting and posting and putting it in your stories about us, okay? Go to Spotify. Click on Sampling Podcast with Sean Smith. It's my head with my eyes covered. 
um, click on latest episode or any of the episodes. Yeah, share. Go to the little dots on the far right. Um, click share and then Instagram stories, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. All of it. Give it a bloody share, please. We need all hey, the message message it to every contact in your phone. Yeah. Why, oh, not? why not? Why not? Hey, why not? Huh? Why not? And, of course, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapnik. Yes. Yes. We currently have created somehow an amazing community via patreon.com forward slash Sapnik, which involves people from all over the world, from all walks of life, including some of the producers of some of the biggest metal records of all time, managers of some of the biggest bands. Some um, people in really great up-and-coming bands at the moment that are getting advice off each other and some of these established names and everything. And just general people who are music lovers, love comic books, films, wrestling, and everything else in between. So just get involved. There's someone for there for you to make your new best friend and we all get along absolutely perfectly. And in this desperate time, we all need a good community vibe and we've got the best one. Yes. Um, So patreon.com forward slash sampling. There's lots of behind-the-scenes stuff, and we are promising on doing some live streams and some mm-hmm. further stuff in the future on Patreon. So, again, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Thank you so much yes. if you're already a member or considering becoming one. Literally every little helps. Trademark. Oh, and of course, if you'd like to keep up to date with things me and Sean are doing personally with yes. Sean's band Raiders at Raiders Band UK on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You've been in the studio lately? We have, yes. We've been recording with um, Todd Campbell uh, of Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons and uh, formerly of Straight Lines, possibly doing some more shows later in the year. Ooh. So keep up to date with all that. Go and give them a follow and give Sean a follow to keep up to date with all his DJing. D- disc jockeying. I do a lot of disc jockeying. Um, I don't know if Corona's going to let me do it for a little bit, but check out when I am DJing next at Sean Smith Sucks on Twitter at S-E-A-N-S-M-I-T-H-S-U-C-K-S and on Instagram it's at Fake Sean Smith at F-A-K-E-S-E-A-N-S-M-I-T-H but also don't forget to check out what Morgan is up to in his daily life yes by checking out Morgan's social media which is at mhrichards underscore correct have a look on there on Twitter and Instagram. It'll look probably be photos of him looking miserable or having the time of his life. You can't tell <laughs> because his face doesn't change. As you'll see from the T-shirt that we're going to bring out very soon. Yeah. Morgan's face, whether he could be the happiest he's ever been or the sad. I Literally, when I pick him up from the train station, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know what to expect because I don't know if he's happy or sad because his face doesn't let anybody know. Oh, that's a new game. How is Morgan today? <laughs> he's over the moon! Hey! Yeah, why not give me a follow? Look Do at it. these modern photos that uh, are just there and other journalistic things I'm doing as well why yes, not hey. do it yes 
Um, thank you very much if you've listened to this. If you've got this far, fucking how? But we need to say a massive thank you to everybody in the description of this episode. So if yes. you head over there, give it a look. There's so many names from our Patreon that we need to thank. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. Yes. But we need to give the biggest, massive, mahusive shout out. I can't think of any of the words to say, but to the elite members of our Patreon community. Those are the top tiers and the names that Sean is about to say. Right. These bastards have all changed their name, trying to be funny. Thank you very much to Kylie, the Rainbow Kiss Wheeler. That's disgusting. Paul Hirschfield has gone for the OG Sapling couple. Paul and Becky help. She's holding me hostage. Again, somebody should check on Paul. He's probably not all right. Mitch Perry. It's all about the he said, she said, Mo Dick. Amy the Alligator Chomp Chilvers. Amadine Urbano. Emma Barber. Janelle the Chainmaster Caston. Drew Stonk in Megalush Styles. Liam Connolly. Dilly, my cats will kill me in my sleep before Corona does. Grimwood. Kelly the Wisconsin Dust Storm Young Nathan Crawshaw Scarlett the Australian Apical Charlton Kelly Irwin Dana Kiss Me Once Lasnava Kate Patak Simon Amos Jenny 69 Name Your Sex Tape Cool 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 Munster Emily Senegals Amy the Champion Campion Lucy Diaz John and Emma Martina McManus Hollywood and Dead My Favourite Band Said Somebody Else Erin Howard Marcy Jacobson James the Landshark Oakley Kieran the Smash Debater Lewis Sarah Stewart Paddy the Kentucky Tractor Puller Wake Field, Mike Langlad, Jamie, the Charizard in Oh Jamie. It's making it difficult. I like it. Bring it on, Jim. Mike Cunningham, Winker, Livy Lavida Loca Cropper, Lydia Henderson, James McNaught, Kelly Cannon, Shania West, Tallulah Grant, Kate Stevenson, Scott the Space Doc Fondue Jones, Chester the Mungin Draws. Do you know what the Mungin is? Do you know what Mungin is? No. Don't look it up. Okay. Amy the Unicorn Thomas, Stuart McNaught, Tony Michael, Jenny Robinson, Jamie Bluer, Jordan Burchard, Craig Harris, Louis Cook, or Lewis Cook, Sarah the Alaskan Diamond Cleaner, James. Thank you to all of those people. What the list we've got going on there. Thank you so much to everyone involved. And if you want to get involved with us as well, again, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin is the place to do it. Woo-hoo. Lovely stuff. Um, we need a word of the week. If you got one for episode 70? I need to stop doing these weird noises. Um, let's do hashtag Sapnin70. Sapnin with a number 70 on the end. Sapnin70. I like it. I think word of the week for now is going to be sapping and then whatever number of episodes <laughs> we're on. <laughs> Episode 70. Please use the hashtag, hashtag sapping 70. Put it in all your Instagram stories as we mentioned earlier. Don't get us angry. You wouldn't like us when we were angry. Yes, please we give us a listen like and this. share with your friends and family. Yes, lovely stuff. Is there any last words you would like to mention on this episode, Sean? No. Lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What what accent do you think you just did? I don't even know. You bound of what do you think it was? So, come. What do you mean you don't even know? Like you've got to have some sort of ink, like. <laughs> Do you think you were Northern, <laughs> Scottish, I was not or Scottish. Russian? <laughs> Maybe it was a mixture of all three. Because you tried Northern, <laughs> I felt like, and it went Scottish slash someone from I Edinburgh to Moscow. For I, I'll be honest with you, I cannot do any sort of accent. Oh, yeah. 
noticed that. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith. That's me and my good friend Morgan Richards. That's me. Sapling. Sapling. Go on, you bastard. You're listening to Sabnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.